Blog Talk Radio.
to Poetry After Dark, the original. I'm your host, the angelic poetess. Mary Mary is the God in me. We want to uh, go ahead and dip into some poetry, get you all relaxed and enjoying the show. So let's get this moving. We have tea with Isaiah. So I want y'all to put your hands together for my cousin, Tia. Still, you talked about, you know, God giving us some messages. Got one for you. Isaiah, and his name shall be called Wonderful. And I'm sure his mother has yet to reach her peace in eternity while her corpse continues to spin over and over. And naming her baby Wonderful, it's a wonder how he scored a life in poverty, desolation, starvation, segregation from this great old democracy that should practice F-U, be you for us, by us, but instead the policy is F-R-B-R, for the rich, by the rich, while the poor in pocket get screwed by the law. I talked to Isaiah on my way to lunch one day. I looked quickly from his eyes, but he caught me in the nick of time because he asked, excuse me, miss, but can you spare some change? I hadn't eaten a thing all day, and my big bill was for my first meal, so I didn't have any change. I'm sorry, but I don't have it. I said with every sincere bone in my body, and as I turned to walk away, I heard him say, even though I'm homeless, I still got my pride. Even though I'm homeless, dignity still abide. Even though I'm homeless, and the world shun me, even though I'm homeless, God still take care of me. I stopped, convicted in my path, and turned back only to greet his piercing gaze, and I had no clue as to what to say, but he did. He slowly made his way on his feet to stand in front of me, and as he spoke, his corner became his stage. I'm an old in age. Dirty, murky, hungry man. Been out here all day. Got a used up styrofoam coffee cup trying to be optimistic because it ain't half full or half empty. It ain't got no change in it. But I am rich in wisdom and faith that supersedes gold, silver, or any paper dollars they make. Babylon gonna burn. For trade, misjustice, balance, for a beaten stick. No justice, no peace. Got a public sign on a park and won't let me in it. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Restaurants give their leftover food to stray dogs and tell me to go to hell. Ain't I your neighbor? Ain't I your brother? When you at your lowest, I relate, not the grade. I am the essence of poverty, and if you needed money, I'd give you half of what I made. Woe to Babylon for trade misjustice balance for a beaten stick. The authority and the people under it chasing away the homeless. <laughs> money will help, yeah, but it'll never dictate your heart's worth. I read somewhere that the meek will inherit the earth. 
So I handed him my $10 bill and watched him as he limped away. I lost my appetite even though I hadn't eaten a thing all day because, well, what's the snack? One meal or two or three when you're not living on the street, when you're not worried about what meal your lips will next meet it. I help out when I can. Stop my car to put $5 in an impoverished hand, but, but I can't stop enough. I can't stop enough. I can't stop enough because tomorrow, tomorrow I'll not only see Isaiah, but Jeremiah. Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, and Obadiah. But if I can just help one, and if you could just help one, and if we, if we could just help one, even though they're homeless. They still got their pride Even though they're homeless Dignity still abide Even though they're homeless And we shun them Even though they're homeless God will take care of them Peace and blessings. of love, at times we get sick of love, it seems like we argue every day, I know I misbehaved and you made your mistakes and we both still got room left to grow, and though love sometimes hurts, I still put you first and we'll make this thing work, but I think we should take it slow, we're just ordinary We don't know which way to go Cause we're ordinary people Maybe we should take it slow Take it slow Oh, This time we'll take it slow Take it slow Oh, This time we'll take it slow This ain't a movie, no No fairy tale conclusion, y'all It gets more confusing every day Sometimes it's heaven sent Then we head back to hell again We kiss, then we make up on the way I hang up, you call We rise and we fall And we feel like just walking away As all of advances We take second chances Though it's not a fantasy I still want you to stay We're just ordinary people We don't know which way to go 
After Dark, the original. I'm your host, the Angelic Poetess. And right now, we're going to fall back with Mahogany Brown with Breathe Easy. I circle my mind several times before I lay down to rest. Bedfellows keep my thought process alert, and I hear footsteps in my sleep. So I keep my walking shoes by the foot of the bed seat. I've tried to stay in step with this psychological process, but it's hard to make amends with those most unlikely to succeed as they tap out their insecurities on your spine and like communion wine. I've become as fine as religion, tuned to turning the other cheek, allowing the bricks of jealousy to break against the character of my own like those thrown by Palestinians and Jews during war, though it hurts more to know your intentions than the act itself. I feel almost no pain. Breaking standards with the verbal taekwondo Measuring mathematics with the likelihood of probability Probably losing your attention between stanzas But if you listen closely You can hear the lyrical clack clack bang against lifestyle junkies Getting high off my lyrical givens Without passing the word around Before they are court-martialed, sentenced And then carried off to camps filled with 200,000 North Korean slaves Cause they've been tricked into thinking slavery doesn't exist but tell that to the nine-year-old boy who had to bury his sister under dry gravel before the snow came, before the soldiers came and realized somebody was slacking off. Tell that to the slaves of the new millennium, where the only definition they know for the civil rights movement is that it doesn't exist. Now just... With even deeper breaths. Understand entertainment and reality is just the bastard child of Hollywood and history. Mysteriously, we're losing more lives to the sensationalism that the silver screen brings because misogyny 
Misogyny is the next best thing to a weekend in Amsterdam where chicks flip on the switch of sexual mischief and turn down sheets like housemaids, smoothing the corners of the comforter with the labels that read Made in America, which also happens to be the same country from which the businessmen came from while he enjoys a vacation away from his wife and two kids a brief stint filled with infidelity thinks he and he believes that returning home with trinkets for the missus and video games for the kids will hide the fact that the condom broke and she left him with cyanide kisses laced with hiv wishes as he prays the coffin fits that led him to the doctor visit would just go away because breathing breathing happens to be the very best thing of living Now allow yourself to believe that change can come with the rising of the sun and we can all break bread, ribs, and hundred dollar bills if we just break the tension. Collectively board this conscious train of thought. Realize it's okay to fear worldly visions with combative smoke rings. Just live through these words. Fix your gaze to sail helplessly into the light of injustice and challenge those force-fed obvious answers with questions that probe the obscure. Then we can win battle scars of wisdom collecting decayed brain cells in the process and refuse to hold slavery camps for the future and aid epidemic that will capture tomorrow and our lives since the beginning of time it is time to encourage irrationalists to inhale the color and aromas that only intensify our daydreams and nightmares and all in between i said wake up and smell the poetic license where birth and death and life exist but for now just You're tuned in to Poetry After Dark, the original. I'm your host, the Angelic Poetess. I just want to give a quick thank you to all that came out and is tuned into the show right now. Shout out to Facebook and Prophet Michael and Relation Coach Real for stopping through tonight. Um, listeners on the line, thank you also for coming through tonight. Appreciate the love. Um, we're going to keep this thing moving. Got more music for you guys and poetry, so you know what to do. So next up we have, hmm. this one will be closer. Thank you. 
Peace and blessings. This is Queenie Fama. I am the truth terrorist. And I got a little piece from my niece, Janine Lynch. She sent it to me today and asked if I would read it. And of course I did and I felt it. And I said, I must do this. The title of this poem is Angered. And it goes like this. This is something I had come across in my passages of reading. Negligence is the rust of the soul that corrodes through all. The best is resolved. Being told that indifference and negligence is often too much more damage than hate. Saying seeing is believable is most often thought of as a farce, but still, to the right person, is conceivable. In my story, I state, I can still walk, talk, and hold my head in an upright position. Although one's soul remains heavy as it cries out to be held, seeing blinding lights of the distant tomorrows, listening to the sounds of the motions within that I continually stress about. To a deaf man, sound is never important, but my pulse is. To a blind man, touch has become his very existence for seeing. As I rise to what an occasion might be, I faultier at May I consider how you felt, possibly, but only if you gave me that same chance. Don't nullify me or my feelings. They are the real deal. You say you have respect for me, then grant me that wish. Just as you have your aspirations of becoming whatever. A feeling is in my thought process, carried out by one's actions. Typically, you thought of me as distraught, but now I believe you have begun to see me in another light. So I ask, is this how you see me with all this contempt? I ask this with the utmost respect. The passing of night is falling upon us. We always said we would never go to bed angry, but look at us now. We lay here on either side of this bed that we call our nest. How do you feel? Signed, just, simply angered.
by Janine Lynch. Peace. I can say for certain it's true There's a chance for me and you I surely feel like the time is missed The picture in my mind is very clear I think love has brought us here I remember not too long ago I was just a lonely person with a lonely heart, yeah, and I was hoping there could one day be, be a chance.
All right, the late Luther Vandross. Wow, I'm going to definitely miss him. So, Dental Poetry after Darcy Original, I'm your host, the Angelic Poetess, and I'm going to give you guys a taste of who's coming to the house next week on the 20th. Mark Marcel, Declaration of Independence. This poem is, um, people who know me know I'm fascinated with learning and, like, whatever it is, this knowledge. My favorite president is Thomas Jefferson. I know some of y'all in here like, what, it's not Barack Obama? Like, No, it's not Barack Obama. It's Thomas Jefferson. And I know some of y'all in here like, you know he owned slaves, right? Yeah, I know that shit, okay? I know that. But you got to understand, you know, people adapt to the way of times. Now, if you read this dude's quotes, this guy was fucking genius. I'm telling you, go home tonight and Google Thomas Jefferson slash quotes. This dude some, said some of the most amazing things that I think today that, you know, just because it was a different time or just because maybe the circumstances like he owned slaves, we don't look at the man's life and think about stuff that he was saying. We don't give him credit for it. So I had to dedicate a poem to him. Thomas Jefferson, a man who could read in more than five languages, an architect, scientist, inventor, and ultimately, third president of the United States, wrote in 1776, in this nation's Declaration of Independence, that whenever a government becomes destructive to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, it is the right of the people to abolish it and institute a new government. So humbly, as I watched the rise of price of gasoline, graciously, as I noticed men working to pay off a mortgage on a home that was worth far less than what they paid for, respectfully, as I stand before my audience, I ask, so what the fuck are we waiting for? I mean, I used to look for spooks that sat by the door. Used to dream of the day where some of my friends would get inspired, just to be brave enough to bust right through the doors and interrupt me where I was right and say, all right, we'll walk right up to the White House front gates tonight. We got gunpowder, food, weed, and blunts, and I wonder if I flinched when they think they just called my bluff. Fuck it. Come on. I mean, who's really scared of dying? It ain't like no one's ever really done that before. I think we use words like terrorists loosely when clearly they've been the writers of history. Whether it's the European features they've given Jesus or this disconnection they brought between black Americans and Africans from across seas. Terrorism just doesn't exist in the cells of Guantanamo Bay. They've been the editors of newspapers, politicians, and the CEOs of large corporations. The same corporations that donate millions to presidential campaigns. Citigroup, J.P. Morgan, Morgan Stanley, and Goldman Sachs. All companies that donated to both Democratic and Republican candidates. So you have to ask, who's really the president? Because what sets presidents is that anytime someone gives you money, they're looking for something on their return. I think there's something clearly wrong with our political agendas. Democrats believe in the right to abortion but want to eliminate the death penalty. While Republicans want to take away the right to a woman's choice but support the death penalty. Clear contradictions of their morals. So while we elected one of our peers to enter into an organization controlled by the paper cuts on the hands of bankers and the greasy fingertips on the hands of oil men, I come to realize it's not so much the politicians. You see, it's not the men in the system that we need to change. It's the system. 
and we want it. We want change so we don't have to have laws for who we fall in love with. We don't want to have to tell you who our God is or pay taxes on the land no man has the right to call his. I think we should be living by the quotes and ways of this nation's third president. Who knew, even in his day of time, that a democracy is nothing more than a mob rule where 51% of the people may take away the rights of the other 49? And people, it's time. I'm tired of showing passports at borders whenever I want to cross over. Tired of waiting for construction workers to rebuild New Orleans. People, what the fuck are we waiting for? We want change. Not the worthless currency the Federal Reserve supplies this nation, but we want change. So I try to live by the quotes of great men. Never put off tomorrow what you can do today. Thomas Jefferson, a president who knew, even while holding the highest office this country has to sell, that a government is best, which governs the least, because the people learn to discipline themselves. Oh, oh, oh. 
Poetry After Dark, the original. I'm your host, the Angelic Poetess. Shout out to the chat room, to everyone that stopped through. Thank you for checking me out. Uh, what's up, Moore? Um, your charming point. Thank you for stopping through. Dale Williams, thank you for stopping through. Appreciate the love. And as always, my Facebook love. I appreciate y'all tuning in faithfully every week. That's what's up. So I have a new poet here that I um, just checking out and one of what y'all think? Her name is Amina Brown. This is How to Fly. We learn to spread wings. We engulf thin air into weak lungs. We learn to fly, even if we must fly alone. We leave comfort zones because they tame us, change us, make us accept the unacceptable because it's understandable to want to stay with flocks, with birds of feather. We'd rather walk and crawl together than soar alone. But a time comes in every beating heart's life where you must leave home, where you must forsake father and mother and comfortable nest and tree and grand expectations, where you must forsake what the world thought you should be, where you must leave the beaten path and cleave to these forks in the road, these roads less traveled. And there are many flights not taken, wings weighed down with excess baggage. And life is a trip, but you can only carry so much baggage. Anything that exceeds the weight and height, you either leave it behind or you prepare to pay the price. Because when you're pursuing dreams, you need to keep your carry-ons lean. You never leave dreams unattended. You never carry dreams given to you by someone else. You figure out which things you got to check and protect and which dreams you hold close to you. You let go of everything that was sold to you as true. Too much hurt affects your wingspan. 
changes the game plan. See, flying ain't about proving to someone who is struggling to be somebody that you're going to be somebody too. Flying is about taking what you got, being who you are, and doing what you do. And oh, yes, it gets lonely. And your arms are going to get tired and your soul is going to get weary, but it's flying that helps you to see beyond the two feet in front of you. Because when you've seen clouds and rain and beating sun and piercing blue, you know there's more than waking up and drudging through the day just to get home and sleep to do it again the next day. You know there's more to you than this. And you can't make up for the life you've missed. You can't let regret and hard knocks age you and jade you until you no longer believe in making believe. See, making believe is mixing faith and trust with a few unanswered questions and waiting prayers. It means going on. Even when you can't see what's going on, it's taking tough and difficult and pushing up with so many sets and reps until they make you stronger. It is not for punks, not for cowards, not for innocent bystanders. It is for the weak, the hopeful, the discounted, for the few who can't quiet the dreams beating in their chest, for the brave who harness fear like sails hold wind. Let it propel them into things to come. This just may be your time to fly. Do not miss your flight.
John B. and Babyface, Someone to Love, one of my favorites. On the 24th, The Black Butterfly Will Shine on Anthony Burroughs. Check them out. Google Anthony, A-I-N-S-L-E-Y, Burroughs, B-U-R-R-O-W-S, and definitely check them out. He will be here on the 24th, and we want to dig into his life and what he's doing in the poetic nation. But right now, you can go ahead and check him out because I have his track here, and this one is titled Secret Life.
yourself And that's how we gotta keep it Did anybody see ya Coming to my house last night When I got your message in my beeper That you wanna do everything I like Alright, alright I like being in the same room with you And your girlfriend The fact that she don't know
spoke to me. Spoke to me, y'all. Dance of Poetry After Dark, the original. I'm your host, the Angelic Poetess. 
It's having a lovely night over here. I hope you all are enjoying the show as well. We're going to keep this moving with some music and poetry. Um, however, if you do want to sit tonight, the mic is open. Feel free to call in at 347-826-9842. And I think I might go ahead and share a piece with you guys later on in the show. So stay tuned for that. You love my whole life through That's all I want Yes, that's all I want And all I need Is to be with you always I don't need much, you see Just need eternity And to be with you And to be with you
You know there's a problem when a white woman old enough to be my mother comes to me after the end of a show and tells me she was moved by my words and wants to give me a hug, but based on what she heard, she's assuming she's not the right color. And I hug her anyway and tell her, Miss, my analysis is not quite that simple. And it's like I can't win for losing. Like, people been confusing my views on racial issues. Like, I'm not trying to use God's gift to uplift us all. But sometimes, y'all, when you try to tell the truth about race, and some people's minds go into places that the poem never intended for them to go. But then the truth is like that. That's why some of us get choked up when we see the blood get soaked up. Some of us get disgusted when we see lips and heads busted, never lived in neighborhoods encrusted with issues. Plus, when scar tissues get used to wipe away tears, most of us close our ears like eyelids. And I give because I know what it's like to want to put knife to vein. I've seen the sight of lead pipe to brain. I've known people who put rock in glass and then light the flame and still the only thing constant in this life is change. And I've known so many friends who've taken their own, but if I can bring them back and tell them one thing, it would be that the only thing constant in this life is change. And this stage is the only time we have together. And sometimes I wish I could take y'all with me when I leave so I could figure out the secret to your survival and just pull it out from under my sleeve. And at least that way, the next time the cops tell you to freeze, I could be there to freeze for you. And when you're feeling lonely, my words could be that friend that would never ignore you and pay you attention like rent just before eviction. Hock up my body organs and spit them toward your convictions and then listen like my muse won't let me loose from a poplar tree noose with my antecedents blood on the limbs and my ancestors blood on the roots. And I'm just hanging there writing poems into unripe watermelons with discarded heroin needles to represent strange fruit. And every time I try to explain truth, people look at me like I got horns and tail and fangs too, but I ain't never used the poem as a scapegoat, so why would you think that I would blame you? I only came to vibe with the people whose eyes glow from behind. I'm into titanium spirits and positive minds, and if you respect yourself and respect me, then I'm as good as colorblind. Mind over matter means what matters most is the mind, and I mind mind for inconsistencies. I look at people as individuals, but view the world through the lens of history, because I used to be a deity, and I used to be a spiritual, and I used to be a gun on the passenger's to my grandmother's car in the North Carolina 1950s middle of the night but then you had to pack heat when you were black and female with four young children on the back seat and like Benavarith I will never forget but then that's me in the corner willing to save whoever's willing to see so come closer to my face and stare into the windows of my soul until you feel the burning and you will recognize eyes free
Brian, lady, I love you. Okay. I think I'm ready to speak to you guys now. This is a new piece that I posted up on Facebook and various other online sites. Check me out, especially on www.poetryafterdarkml.com. If you have not joined, please join in and post your work and, and, and see the other poets' work that's um, posted on the site as well. Very informal site that you can um, get down with and learn from. All right, so here we go. I have a vision worth having. In the beginning came Adam and Eve, something so magnificent started in his own image. Created out of dust became the soul of Adam, and by the rib of he became what we call Eve. Mankind born in this strange identity, stripped of its purity, its once untamed mind, scorned with the pain that we're unable to define. This is our line, our course, and our blessing is this very lesson. Good and evil, those ingredients are the seeds to the soil. We plunge through repentance, but acceptance is needed first. The understanding that the road has two lanes, we bear the fruit from the seeds we harvest. So to all that feel depressed and distressed, and if you say that you don't have nothing left, may I suggest? No, may I advise? Open your eyes and let the word baptize, because time, time flies, and when it's time for us to say goodbye, <laughs> look, let's revise. It's what we have right now at this very moment. Our present is all we can control, which transcends into the future. Listen, we are all no saints, but neither was David. But his heart was sacred, and that is what counts, and it's on your own account. How you live, what you did, is all in the book of life. Did you break bread? <laughs> did you shed lies instead? And still this in your head, for that opens up the possibilities. Look in the mirror and ask yourself, are you that somebody? Look real hard, because it's reflecting the image of you. You give back what you put out. This much is true. So when it's your time to turn to the rays of light, will the road you travel be the one that's right? And that's that piece. I hope you all enjoy that. So we're going to get back into the mix here. I had uh, some music lined up for what I wanted to play next, but of course, you know how DTI is. I'm going to have to search for it again. So we're going to get it cracking in just a moment. All right, so what we have here, we got the late Gerald LaVert. Baby, hold on to me.
If the poets will lead, it will start with spoken word performances and open mics, building a nation of constituents that understand that words are not just to make us feel good for a time, but words are the sparks that ignite action, passion, movements, and change. As the poets stand on the stage and spit their words, take the form of lassos, wrapping around bodies, causing them to rise, around minds, causing them to think, around hearts, forcing them to love, love so much that hate got eight by H and <sighs> was all that was left of the word that caused so much pain. If the poets will lead, they will give campaign speeches at coffee houses, bookstores, libraries, and open spaces. Their affiliation will neither be Democrat nor Republican. Unless the crap, I mean crap, is dropped and this is a demo. Or we're saying that the republic can have peace, peace equality, peace, justice, justice, food for all, shelter, shelter fair wages, health care, superior education, safety for children unity, with no impunity, with no lives, taxes, racism, sexism, homelessness, infant mortality, and war. war. We're not sending our sons to die no more. We're not taking over someone else's land and changing their religion. We're not taking all the resources, act like we're improving their condition. I tell you this so you can stand and join in my petition. I give you facts so we must change. Don't fall for fear and superstition. The world needs help. Not now. Right now. But we don't give it the right attention. It's simple math. Me plus you. The answer is addition. If we take action and move as one, there will be no more division. If the poets will lead, it will be with actions that match the words they speak in poems. So love poets to compare themselves to Romeo and profess their love is so deep that they're willing to die, will die for love. And sex poets that verbalize their wildest sexual fantasies will become the chocolate-covered bananas they profess to have and love you down until you melt and be poured between caramel thighs and reesey peasy navels until you're able to realize that Snickers really satisfies. Unless you're hungry for something that stimulates your mind, not just your genitals. Revolutionary poets will stand with the people. Debate the rappers and drug dealers that are consistently addressing their poems. They will rebuild communities, counsel fathers, lend support to single mothers, and mentor children. Most importantly, they will fight the unaddressed revolutions within themselves so that our poets are clear that before we can change the world, our personal jihad must be fought within. If the poets will leave. They'll recognize the power of the word to uplift and inspire. How words birth nations, create new realities, infuse paradigms, change minds, circumstances for people, and the possibilities for us all. It's not enough to simply write for the sake of writing, but it's imperative to only write words that are believed and can be believed by readers and listeners that seek direction. Speak words that erupt from the gut and when spoken produce new life. Each poem should be carried and protected as if it were a child. Delivering a precious gift to the masses, the poets must decide to take a stand. Erasing if from the discussion and simply realizing we must lead. Our words are too powerful to be held captive. We must lead. The world desires an opportunity for improvement. We must lead. No one's coming to save us. We must lead. We must lead. We must lead. If the poets will lead, our words will become real.
never know, you never know when. You never know. You never, 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 never know. No, 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 no. You never know.
She sang with the sweetest taboos, her mulatto blues. And in her lyrics, you could hear a struggle, screams even. But you couldn't understand it if you didn't live there. See, she wasn't quite all black, well, well, mostly black with a little bit of white, but if you got to know her, you'd find that she's quite all right. She had caramel skin that glowed in the dark at night. What a sight. See, I took the time to get to know her. And her life was nothing like you think. She wasn't just a pretty young thing and a smile. And if you get past the aesthetics, you find a dark-lit alley littered with spit and piss. But you could hear the jazz of her soul linger on the night air like faint trumpets. A little drum splash with some flair. I mean, you could move your toes even if you dared to listen to her light. You would hear backs pressed against brickstones, heat exchanged like bass tones, riding to the tips of metronomes, licks and kisses shared in stolen moonlight. You could feel her night moons, hanging on crescent moons while moons take flight deep into the night. And by day, you could hear her cry with pain from the stains of blood that soak her window panes. And her children who starve and thirst cry out to be returned to the earth because her breasts no longer feed. You see, for beads, she would show you her tips, and the more she showed, the more she'd get. On a good day, she'd even dress it with a kiss, laced in her mulatto blues. <laughs> Let me tell you, one kiss will make you flip your wig, empty your pockets, and lose your shoes. Watch it before you begin begging for another swig. You'll end up hitting snooze as you cruise inside that thing that she do, like voodoo. But if you listen closely to her blues, You'd hear her gasping, gasping for air as if she is drowning, drowning in tears because although she's fine like silk, her breasts don't produce to feed her children as they scream for help lost in the blues. No one hears her screams. No one hears her screams as she struggles to breathe. No one wants to listen to her screams. They just want to toss more beads. They just want to toss more bees to mute her screams because no one cares to hear her screams. They just want to get lost in the melodies as they toss more beads. And no matter if you know her name, she could always ease your pain. Just turn down the screams of this pretty young thing as she hums her blues. You know, if only I could sing her blues, walk a mile in her shoes, light the darkness of her alleys, I could understand the lyrics of a mulatto blues. Just listen, and you'll hear a pain. I've been doing you so wrong And I want you to know 
told you, baby, I'm working. No. I was out doing my dirt. Oh. Wasn't thinking about you getting hurt. I hand in hand in the Beverly Center like, man, not giving a damn who sees me. So gone, so wrong. Acting like I didn't ever sitting at home. Thinking about me, being the good girl that you are. I bet you probably believe you got a good man. I'm in and never would do the things I'm about to tell you I've done. Brace yourself, it ain't good. But it would be even worse if you heard this from somebody else. Everything that I've been through, it is all bad. I got a chick on the side with a crib and a ride. Oh, telling you so many lies, ain't nothing. Everything being all bad, baby, everything will be all good I don't want to lose you, but I know what I'm telling you ain't gonna make you want to stay You probably just want to run away I'm mad enough to punch me in my face Been living like an idiot, and I deserve every bit of it I do Today is the day that I end up lying and the plan and the board Girl, I'm sorry, baby, I'm sorry But I can no longer walk around with this stress on my chest I can fail I miss my men's and them when we play shirts and skins, but then still have to be home by dark. Which sparked teases and taunts of how you was just a mama's boy. But all this mama's boy wants is to be kept warm from the cold silence of loneliness. And in the midst of all this flesh surrounding me, the only 
kiss that's hounding me, bounding me, drowning me into this resoundingly lonely state which grates on my nerves is her. Ass handed to you on a silver platter becomes a blur because the only one that really matters is her. And I can't help it, even if I wanted to. But she hates to eat alone and I can't sleep at night. I miss her like I miss the adrenaline rush of drinking an ice cold strawberry crush that's turned to slush after already having had three cans and a pack of banana dilators to myself. Or like the first time she was in trouble and I offered to help and she accepted and we rejected the notion of it going any further. But the fervor with which we felt this, I knew I couldn't help it even if I wanted to. As the days seemingly turn into nights, and nights seamlessly turn into days, she likes to keep me at bay whenever I say something nice. At first I think she just hasn't heard me, so I say it twice, and she gets even more defensive, and I get even more pensive, racking my brain, going insane over her name, thoughts of she loves me, she loves me not. Sometimes she lets me touch her. Sometimes I get shot down without her even looking my way. Some days I get this ill energy being hurled toward me and it's so thick not even an ice pick to break it. Should I fake it? Act like it doesn't exist and allow it to persist until I lose my mind or my manners? It's wicked. I too must be addicted because the pain feels damn good. Yet she hates to eat alone and I can't sleep at night. Some of them want to use you. While some of them want to be abused by you, I'm so confused I do sun salutations to the moon as I try to distinguish who's doing what to whom. And as the sunrise looms an exhalation away, I sway side to side as conflicting questions come crashing. Just the other day, Professor Ohm asked if she and I still had passion, and I almost cried. No, I lied. But through the phone, he heard the truth in my tears replied, yeah, right, and we laugh because he knows she and I will have passion for years after we leave this plane of existence. So should the insistence of my love begin to wear thin? But damn, she is so fine. With the most creamiest chocolate brown skin you could ever conceive, which is just why she don't believe me when I speak of her beauty even in the most roundabout of ways. Cause she frowns about the way these corny, stray, foul, silly, preconceived pickup lines at her every single day. But I would love to bathe in the rays of your smile. So I too could be a pretty brown child. Yeah, I know it sounds like a line too. But I'm a poet, mind you, and I can't help it even if I wanted to. So to correct this and to appear less didactic with my tactics, I go for more directness. But her fears and scoffs by sarcasm tracks this, and her response is even more self-deprecating than before. I can't ignore her plea to be loved by me, even though I'm crazed at how she pushes me away. Like Bridget Gray, she pulls me in, and then she pushes me out. She pulls me in, and then she pushes me out. She pulls me in, and then she pushes me out. It's like she's having intercourse with my emotional psyche, and I just might be more addicted than than we know, and I can't help those, the most high knows that I want to, but how, then the curse of sensitivity falls upon me, I know she needs a man who has some, but not as much as she, afraid to make the stress worse, I 
incredible differences, I don't buy it. Yet, I can't hide it. The omnipotent silence of loneliness gets colder with each turn. But every time I laugh, the passion starts to burn. Yet another new hole of desire, she makes me laugh. I admire her wit as much as her ass. My soulmate, my intellectual mainstay, my companion through the ways of these dark days. Art hurts, but the pain stays and maims even the most gifted of lovers who shudder at the thought that they do get caught by the less celebrated elements of love. With vulnerability comes insecurity, which causes confusion because this no longer resembles the illusion of the paradise that was once ours. So now, as I salute the moon, it's the shine from the stars that reminds me that paradise does exist for those who are willing to work for it. But the distance separates us. She eats alone while I write poems till I fall asleep at night. I can't help it even if I wanted to. Welcome, Jamal Warner. You're tuned into Poetry After Dark, the original. And we have about 10 minutes left in the show. We'll be closing out pretty soon. Um, but while we still have time, let me let you know that Poetry After Dark will shine on Mark Marcel, November 20th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Miss um, Kettle's out of Baltimore, Maryland, which is uh, basically my area, D.C., uh, Maryland. So we're going to definitely uh, do a big. He's very, very good at what he does, and he has traveled all around the world sharing his work and getting that message out. So I, I really look up to this fella here. Also, on the 24th, the Black Butterfly Show will shine on Ansley Burroughs, and that will be at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we do have some upcoming events for listeners, and hopefully you guys can tune in and, um, you know, Discover a great poet if you don't know that person already. All right. So we're going to go ahead and listen to some Jaheen Heaven in Your Eyes. Yeah. 
lights shining high in your baby blue drop, putting weight on the haters, man. You're the baddest girl on the block, had all the hustlers open from the clock to the weed They don't know your style, all the things I do, girl, are worth my while. I'll be the man that'll spoil you in diamonds, cologne, a ring with the stone, a child in a home, girl. to close out here. Um, before I go, I do want to go ahead and leave you with a quote of mine. And also, um, shout out, big shout out to Facebook and all the love you guys have shown me, particularly who posted on my wall, Olivia Moore, first time. Um, she enjoyed the show, and I got your support. Thank you so much. Cause I wouldn't do it if it wasn't for you guys. Well, trust me, believe, and of course, the love of poetry. So I appreciate the love you guys have been showing me. Much love. Now, what else we got here? And I'm going to leave you with this. You have to leave the city of your comfort and go into the wilderness of your intuition. And what you'll discover will be wonderful. What you'll discover will be yourself. Peace and blessings and love and all that came through. Uh, keep doing, y'all. And hopefully we'll see you guys on Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Second time around But before you go It's something I like to say Every 
Amen. 